This is Lonesome Roads behind the wheel and in front of the microphone at the Todd Studer Studios on 4th in downtown Council Bluffs right up across from Canesville Boulevard. And today we have as our guest uh, Peggy Sweet who works here at the studio. And I've known Peggy for quite some time. 30 years, I think. 30 years, okay. Um, <laughs> do you want me to actually do the math? <laughs> <laughs> and when I first uh, got to know her, uh, she owned a uh, Chevy Chevette. And, uh, and then she got married and moved to Minnesota. And her husband, at that time, convinced her to get another car. He basically said, that car will never get around up here. So then he helped me buy a Fiero. And me being, what was I, like 23-something, 24, said, okay, let's do that. So what year was that? 91? No, probably about 93 or 94. Oh, okay. Probably like, oh, wait, no, it was the first year I moved up. 92. 92, okay. 92. Okay, and yours is an 85 Fiero. Yes, and uh, they made uh, the Pontiac Fieros from 84 to 88. Mm-hmm. And they actually uh, produced a total of 370,000 of them over the five years of production. So it was pretty pretty successful. Uh, it was um, first two-seater Pontiac since the 1926 to 1938 Coupes and the first mass-produced mid-engine sports car by an American manufacturer. In fact, they haven't nobody's produced, uh, or at least GM, I think, it's probably everybody, has produced a two-seater um, car until the, well, two-seater mid-engine sports car until uh, the most recent uh, model of Corvette. Oh, really? I mean, there was big span there. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty unique. Um, uh, some of the uh, technologies that uh, appeared in the Fiero design, including the included the composite panels, plastic panels that they later used a similar design on the Saturns, um, and uh, other features include the, the hidden headlamps. Got to have the pop-up headlamps. I do those are do so cool. I love those? Yeah, when they work. <laughs> <laughs> and the stereo speakers and the driver and passenger headrests. And that right. was interesting. Yeah. Um, so you, yours is a, a an eighty five. Now they didn't have the um, uh, the V six until eighty five. That was the right. first year for that. And that's the one I have. It's the one that looks like a little wedge of cheese. It's not the fancy. Your they they kind of rounded it out a little more after eighty six. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, with the G- with the GTs. Yes, yeah. yes. So I have the wedge of cheese, but it is a six cylinder. <laughs> so it's the one that did not catch on fire. <laughs> right. Because the fours, I guess, were catching on fire quite often. Yes, and it's it wasn't really a design flaw as much as it was people weren't maintaining them when oh, they um know would they when they um ran low on oil, uh, the connecting rods would break. Oh. And that would send oil up through the engine or through the block and catch fire. Well, I would tell you that engine it, in the back it it does get warm. It um, really yeah yeah. I don't know if there's a difference, but to me, you know, I it has these little not louvers were on the windows. It's a louver looking thing that 
one on each side yeah. by the window. And um, I think that's a place, one side's the bat for the battery, but it's also right. a place where heat releases. Right. And it's always hot, very, hmm. very hot. And there's a little, I noticed there's a little uh, grill or something on the driver's side towards the rear wheel, but there isn't on the passenger side. So I'm thinking that's for cooling too. Probably. Probably, yeah. I never thought of that. But it doesn't get hot. I mean, it never shows it doesn't, hot. No, no, it doesn't seem hot. It doesn't show it in the temperature. It just, but, to me, it's like... Yeah, you open the hood and... Well, you yeah. open the you open the trunk. Trunk, that, yeah. <laughs> the trunk, and you've got your little, what, how, how big is it? Like a foot or two? Oh, boy. Um, ooh. Should have put it on Well, you know plane. what? I better do that, too. Well, we'll just take it. It's okay. Yeah. Everybody knows cell phones rule the world, right? So... Right. Well, I'll turn mine down too. Turn on airplane mode. Okay. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you've got that the trunk, which is, is it a foot or how many feet in how, how wide is it? It's deep, but. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, they designed it so you could fit a set of golf clubs in there. Oh, was that the di design yeah, thing? Yeah. All right. I and guess you can't I didn't even, know that either. You can't even do that in a new Corvette. There's really? Room. Uh -uh. <laughs> See? They're special. <laughs> yeah. So it was designed uh, back in actually in 78 as a fuel-efficient four-cylinder commuter car. And they marketed it like that so that uh, GM would let them produce it. Otherwise, it was going to be a competitor to the Corvette, and they couldn't have uh, that happen. Of course not. So then that's why it started out with the Iron Duke engine, which was the four-cylinder that caught fire. And it got really good gas mileage. I mean, pretty impressive with the uh, with the standard transmission. You can get it anywhere from fifty to sixty miles per gallon. Huh. Yeah, that's good. Um, yes, know. it is. Mine got that. Especially compared to the Corvette's gas mileage. Yeah. Well, it depends on how fast you drive, too. <laughs> it's yeah, um, but it it started out actually with the Chevette front suspension. Oh well. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the rear suspension and engine was actually out of a Citation that they built for a few years, and they just turned it around and put it in there. So they it was a lot of parts bin stuff, but a lot of unique stuff too. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's funny. My I had the Chevette, and my dad had the Citation. So oh, really? just put them together, and I got my Fiero. <laughs> wow, interesting. Um, and uh, then of course they upgraded it. They changed the suspension, and you know, one of the I saw a Motor Week road test of the Fiero. And they said that one of the complaints they had about it is it didn't have power steering in that year. You know, I was just going to mention that. I thought it was a huge upgrade going from my Chevette to the Fiero because I didn't have power brakes or power steering in my Chevette. And the Fiero had uh, power brakes, or at least the one I have yeah. had power brakes. Yeah. So I thought it was a, quite an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, they complained about the steering, but I love the steering on that it thing. It's tough. You do it's, have I to mean, crank it. It, yeah. it, when it's going slow, it's a little bit harder to crank, but you get it out on the open road and mm -hmm. it's just, it's wonderful the way it handles. And we're just spoiled from, you know, a lot of cars used to, yeah. didn't have power steering. Right, right. You had big old steering wheels. Right. Like my Falcon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, 
and they had an Indy Pace car edition. I didn't know that. Uh, that it actually, um, let's see, about 2,000 of those were sold. Did you know they had an option package on the SE? I think so. At one time, I do know that people, I, I do know that, what is that? Uh, people can still build them. It's not a concept car. It's a um, kit car. I think oh. you can still get kit cars to oh, look like them. them. I'm not sure. Okay. But I do know that there is still, I'm not included in this, but there's a cult following of these people. They produce their own calendars. You can get parts from them. They do like road trips. You'll see 30 or 40 of them going oh, yeah. down the road. Yeah. 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 yeah there's a, when we do cars and coffee at, in Lincoln, mm-hmm. there's uh, been a couple times where there's been like six of them there. Really? From the club. Yeah. Quite a bit for around here. Yeah. They're definitely not a car for winter. <laughs> Snow. <laughs> you, just a quick story. When I was in Minnesota with this car, um, I would have to follow if you, the snowplow until he made a right turn because otherwise I couldn't turn. The snow was just too deep because it sits so low. So, oh, yeah, yeah, if you like a car that you're like, oh, I don't know, only a few inches off the ground, this is the perfect car. <laughs> Yeah, it handles great. Um, I didn't know this either. Uh, they uh, sponsored Daryl Hall and John Oates' tour. Really? Supporting the release of their Big Bang Boom album. Huh. And there's actually a uh, Pontiac Fiero presents Daryl Hall and John Oates' vinyl greatest hits album uh, where they uh, pose standing in front of a red 84 Fiero SE. Really? Yeah, I wonder if Canesville has one of those. I don't know. That would be cool to have. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to go look for me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yours is, is in amazing shape. I mean, for being an 85, I mean, it runs great, handles great. But um, how, do, how, do, how have you been able to maintain it all these years? Now, we talked about... When you were, okay, it's gone from one storage place to another every since. Yeah, yeah. I I had it in Minnesota. It was my everyday car. Even in the winter, I was able to drive it somewhat, you know, if I wanted, really wanted to go somewhere. And then when I left Minnesota, I stored it in my dad's barn in Iowa. And it was there, oh my gosh, it was there like 10 years or something, maybe not uh, somewhere around 10 years and um it was in not it, it wasn't in bad shape it just it needed tires it needed brakes the needed a battery you know it just it it hadn't i only got it out once or twice uh to run it and so i moved it back to omaha on a trailer and took and it, it it caught fire in there well that's because a mouse decided to build a nest in the hood underneath the hood i can't remember what part but it got really hot and so it wasn't really it was smoking from the oh whatever the mouse made the nest out of and so then it had fire extinguisher stuff underneath the hood and everywhere and i did my best to get that cleaned up but i brought it back to omaha in a trailer and took it to metro i believe because they had a program for their students that uh, they said they would take the next couple years to go through the car and people could learn on it. I don't know if they still have that program or not, but they had it then. And they got several of the things that needed to be fixed 
up to speed enough to where I could uh, drive it occasionally. And then I, what did I do with it? I brought it, I brought it back to the house I was at and I would take it out for, you know, a half a dozen runs and when it was warm and it stayed in a garage then. Um, and then I moved again and it's, it seems, I, I keep saying I am going to sell it. I need to sell this car. And you've heard me say this for how many years? <laughs> I need to sell this car. And then what happens is, is I get in and I drive it. And that's all she wrote. And I'm like, yeah. I can't sell this car. If someone would just take it away from me, <laughs> not let me see it, not let me drive it or sit in it, I, I, I might be able to part with it. But so then I figure out a way to hold on to it. And you have been kind enough to maintain it for the last couple of years and take it for the summer and take it to car shows. And so it's getting driven. And then you winterize it for me and you allow me to still keep it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. That's, it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and of course, every time I take it down to Lincoln, I get two free tickets to the uh, Speed Museum uh, just by driving it down there. Really? How yeah. does that work? It's just if you have a specialty car and drive it on the lot for their cars and coffee thing on Saturdays. Mm. That's a specialty car then. Yay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's like, geez, how many years old is that? 85, 95, Oh, geez, Louise. Marty, yeah. Marty and Corb and... Uh, Randy and I went down to that Museum of Speed because I had four tickets. Yeah. And they were just flat out amazed at that place. They didn't even know it existed. No, I didn't either. No. it's They seriously need to get on this podcast. But yeah. the guy hasn't returned my emails yet. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, keep after him because that I didn't know about it. Yeah. And what's in? Tell me a little bit about it. What's in there? Oh gosh, everything related to racing and and speed, um, and toys and oh, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. It's like, what was it? Uh, Hundred thousand square feet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna they're adding on an addition that's supposed to be open in March of another ninety thousand square feet. Holy cow! Yeah. Uh, it's just incredible. They got the world's largest pedal car collection. You know what those are? Um, little uh, little kids' cars. You know, well, I was like the fire oh, engines. Cars. Oh, I was thinking of the pedal. I was thinking of like the little tractors. Okay, so pedal cars. Yeah. I did not know. No. Oh, just um, all kinds, of, and the displays are immaculate. And it's a nonprofit organization, and they have uh, volunteers come in. And they do things like dusting days where they go around all around the museum because that, that place, you could eat off their floor. It is spotless. Really? Yeah. I suppose they get through dusting and then they just start over. Yeah. <laughs> get that big. Yeah. It's, it's just incredible. So. Well, let's try to get him on then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So you uh, now I noticed... You had the air conditioner taken off. I assume that's because it wasn't working anymore. I didn't take it off. Well, it not probably there? Metro did. No? No, the air conditioning is supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to work. Mm. I've used it. You have? Mm-hmm. It um, just makes an awful noise. The fan, something with the fan. Yeah. Really? It needs a little bit more. 
It does need some more work, but it's just... Not... I didn't notice a compressor on there, though. Well, you're going to have to look. I don't know. Because <laughs> I had it charged before when I lived oh. when I lived over there by Westside. It was... But that would be R12, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> let's see. When you when you lived in Westside, where, what year would that have been? Ah, uh, let's see. Four... 18. So um, probably the last time maybe I had it charged was 16 or 17. Okay. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, back then you probably could have had it charged with R12. But that's why I thought it wasn't there because mm -mm. if it ran low on R12, you couldn't get it recharged. And Unless so. it's not there and somebody took it off, it's supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yours has a lot of options on it, too. I mean, it's got power windows, and uh, it's got the sunroof. And I guess they all had sunroofs, didn't they? No, I don't I don't think so. I, I Well, actually, don't quote me. I don't know, but I feel like the SE, they call it special edition, whichever, it did have a couple of extra things that the other ones don't. And one of them, I mean, it's an automatic, so right. that's, that's a nice thing about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does have the automatic windows. It has, so let's see, how many speakers? I want to say there was eight standard speakers in that car. Well, if you count that there's, I think there's two in the seat, so that would be 10 in that little tiny thing, so you really could get a good sound oh, yeah. in it um, if you had, you know, the right, what, cassette? Because <laughs> that's what I think I have. I, I, it's definitely not up-to-date in that oh, area but it sounded great i mean yeah the times that i had it going but unfortunately the wiring on it was a little flaky the aftermarket stuff so it uh, well yes that was installed and by a previous person and it just never yeah i it drained down the battery I mean, yes yeah. so best to undo that but so, that was yeah. such a Simple fix to just take the fuse out. Okay, battery's mm -hmm. fine now. So I have in there old Pioneer tweeters. Were they tune-ups? No, they're not tweeters. They're called tune-ups, which they don't make anymore, but they're kind of like that. They just sit on the dash and were flat, which were really nice. Um, and then um, the booster, a power booster on it, because yeah. I, I've always been connected with people that are into music so the person that installed that added a lot of little extra things to it and um, it's got a subwoofer yeah yeah <laughs> it's not it's not a very big cabin it's just two seats no and i have to take out the subwoofer so i can slide the seat all the way back so oh, i can get in it right yeah so it's in the trunk it's more of a um small person Car. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, short legs and narrow or smaller body because it it's literally, a, um, I love it, but it's a death trap on wheels because it's before airbags. It's basically you crunch and... Well, I have to disagree with you. Me? Yeah, that uh, because the car is made out of a space frame, which is very similar to what they do with NASCAR. And so when you hit something, it's it's absorbs the impact. It really? you don't just crunch. And well, okay. So well, that takes a little of the fear away, but it's really old. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> use caution. Yeah. 
But I love it. I mean, as many things that there, everybody, not everybody, many people have tried to, especially a couple of them, have tried to get me to part with this car over and over and over again. And I lock my heels in the dirt and say, no, it is not happening. I love this car. It's fun to drive. It's not good in the snow. There are a lot of negative things about it, but it's still cute and <laughs> and I just can't I can't part with it. Yeah. Well, I, uh, a couple times I went to uh, went out to see Taxi Driver, one of their, their gigs out of Cottonwood Marina. And uh, there are two different times, two different people that confuse uh, the Fiero with um, a DeLorean. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future car. Right. And in a way, he did. I mean, he was president of uh, Pontiac when this thing was designed and built. So in a way, it kind of is a DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. And it's rear engine or yeah, rear mid-engine, rear-wheel drive. The doors were always cool on those, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they also had, um, in 87, they brought out a version called the Mira. There was still a Fiero, but it had different body panels on it, okay. and it looked like a uh, a Ferrari 308 GTB. And, and they only made let's see how many they made 247. Uh, production was halted when uh, the place that built them was sued by Ferrari. Oh, jeez! Because <laughs> it looked too much like a Ferrari. I think I remember. I'm not gonna. I'm not sure, but didn't it say? On the door and <laughs> at the bottom, is that didn't it say mirror there? I mean, maybe I'm remembering. Oh, have you seen one? Oh, long time ago, long, okay. long, nothing recent. No, not at all. But this is where I need. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna look on my phone here because occasionally there's a car that just strikes. You don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and I vaguely remember that. For some reason, the maroon one comes to mind. How do you spell that? M-I-R-A? How do you spell that? Oh, M-E-R-A. M-E-R-A. Okay. Mira. Let's see. Oh, look. For sale. We could buy one. How much do you want for it? 17900 Hmm. In Grand Rapids. A bargain at half the price. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> So you had the car repainted at some point, right? I did, um, but that was before I left Minnesota, believe it or not. Uh, I got bumped into a little bit and ended up with with the place where I took the car to have it repainted. On that particular panel, they kept getting the flex because it's um, metallic. And uh, they kept getting the flex going the wrong direction, and it looked stupid. And so, I mean, they had the car most of the summer one year, and we would go and we'd check it out, and it was still wrong, and they'd repaint it. And finally, it was just like for the time and the trouble, they just repainted the whole car. (laughs) So everything went the right direction. Wow. Or in the same direction, yeah. did a good job. Yeah, yeah. But that was, geez, the paint job on it is easily, easily 20-plus years. Yeah. Yeah, that was before, oh my gosh, 25 years maybe? Yeah. I don't know, quite a while ago, but it still looks good. Yeah. 
It's amazing. It's, uh, you know, I've been driving for what, three years now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all I've had to do is get the oil changed in it a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, haven't had to do anything to it. That's good. Surprising. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, um, you can almost, this, it's, so the engine being in the back, you know, you know how they always said that one of the best things about the old cars is you could work on them yourself because you could always look down through the hood and see the ground. And um, on this one, even though everything's kind of crammed in there, you, it's hard to work on because it's cramped, but you can still see in a couple of places where the ground is. So it's still one of the good old cars. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, they produced, it doesn't uh, break down the numbers for the I-4 versus the, versus the V6, but it says uh, mm. in 85, they built 24,724 of the Fiero SEs. Okay. Yeah. Wonder how many of them are left. I, you know, <laughs> there were times that uh, I would visit from Minnesota looking for, oh, like um, the window button. Uh, oh, yeah. Or something. And we would go to, can I say place's name on here? Yeah. Okay. Well, we would go to You Pull It. Oh. And they would have, they had like eight of them out in the lot and that's when you went out and you were able to if nobody knows what you pull it is you picked off the pieces that you wanted and the car pretty much had whatever was on the car was what was left minus i think the tires i don't remember um and i over the years picked off little bits and pieces here and there because um the window pads i got several of those they would they needed to be replaced a couple of times and as time went on you know less and less pieces and now I don't even know minus there's that aftermarket Fiero place that you can order parts and right. I'm sure if you contacted one of the guys that is really into the Fieros I mean you can find whole groups of them they'd be able to tell you where you could get parts but I'm sure it's slim pickings for anything original at this day and age oh yeah yeah well, it's in great shape, and I uh, can't wait to get it back out and down to Lincoln in March for the ribbon cutting for the addition on the museum. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Where else have you taken it? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Um, over by, um, oh, what's the lake outside of Lincoln? Uh, Branched Oak. Okay. There's a car show on the north side of there in a tiny little town. Uh, I've taken it to, um, oh, well, Pete Fink's museum. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. when I got my trophy. Yeah. Oh, the first trophy the car ever won. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because the other guy didn't show up. Well, they would have beat him. <laughs> they would have beat him. Yeah, that's true. Um, and let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Oakland. Oakland oh, has a car show. Iowa? No. Um, or Ashland. Ashland. Ashland okay. Nebraska. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a huge car show every year. Um, and I didn't even know about it, but I tried to get the car into the all Chevy show, which was the same day. Yeah. And they said, that's a nice Fiero, but it's not a Chevy. <laughs> We're not going to let you in. Rats. Oh, fine. Rats. 
but that that worked out even better because I went down to Ashland and it was a tremendous car show. Does Mangelson still do their car show? Um, no. Well, it was that wasn't Mangelson's. Oh right, it, it, was, it was, the, was by uh, Mangelson's. It yeah, was, oh, it was, the, it was the bar. Yeah, Paradise Bar was that the name of it? Oh wow, I don't remember. Yeah, but no, no, they, they don't do one anymore. Okay. It seems like nobody does like weekly things anymore like they used to. It's That's like too bad. One show a year, you know. Kind of bygone, like the Pontiac is bygone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, thank you, Peggy, for being on here. Yeah, and um, and can't wait to get her out and on the road again. And thank you, folks, for listening to the podcast. Uh, you can email me with uh, story ideas if you want to be a guest or if you want to complain or compliment or whatever it happens to be. Uh, Lonesome Roads Behind the Wheel at gmail.com. And Roads is spelled R H O D E S. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>